0: This is scandalous. I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourself.
1: Heard you were dead.
2: She's dead, wrapped in
1: plastic.
2: That man's dead back then.
0: It was worse than dead. It must be dead. Is this
2: a dead man, Duck? Oh
1: on. do this gone.
3: Welcome to the Roast Mortem Podcast, the world's worst
2: auto podcast. My name is Tom. I'm Travis. I'm the curbside suspension steering specialist.
3: And in uh, studio tonight, we have my workout partner, Arthur.
2: Hey, what's up? It's Andrew. Is that, it's, <laughs> it's Andrew.
0: Yeah. Tim?
3: Yeah.
2: Tomato? Either one. Wait. It's fine. We work out together. Wait, Arthur, are you playing a trick on us? You're actually Arthur. Arthur. I, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> See Ultimately. what I did there? Close, I'm close enough. I'm one of one of those magicians' suggestion.
3: Oh man, it works every a,
0: time. Are you Jedi? Yeah, I just got mind tricked. I just got. Dude, you got mind are you freaked. Tri- are you Chris <laughs> Angel? <laughs> you got mind freaked. <laughs> I thought Oops. you were Chris Angel.
2: So, how was everyone's freaky mind freak of a week? I'll
3: tell it. I was on a road trip with Gabby. We went down. Uh, The old East Coast from New York. First stop, Richmond, Virginia. Virginia. Yeah, I got drunk there with my buddy Phil. And we (laughs) went and saw Stone Temple Pilots. (laughs) STP. Which was awesome. The lead singer, he's from a a new metal band called Dry Cell. And he looks like a Guy Fieri had sex with Dennis from It's Always Sunny. (laughs) Because he is moving his body. And he sounds great. Right after the concert, we called an Uber. And... um, a car pulled up in front, and it wasn't our Uber, and there was like six of us, and we surrounded the car and tried to get in, because we were all fucking hammered, and the guy was like, ah, get away from me! <laughs>
0: Probably
1: terrified. Yeah, it was, like a mob of people It was, it was six to get in people. Car. We
3: crossed the median. We just were drunk. We're like, that's the car! <laughs> Wait, the car. so did they play the song? Did they
2: play Plush? Nfb. Yes, of course. Okay,
0: cool. Dude, it's funny you mention uh, trying to get into somebody's fucking car thinking it's their Uber because the <laughs> same thing happened to me in town. We were reverse rolls. Yeah, the look at my... I, I pull over to the side of the road to look, do something on my phone being the fucking good, you know, good... Graces of the law. Yeah, yeah you're doing, doing, what I'm, doing what I'm supposed to. Uh, and some fucking guy starts trying to get my back seat. <laughs> And I'm like, dude, I'm not your Uber driver. I roll down the back window. I'm like, uh, I'm not your Lyft. Fuck, you know, uh, you got the wrong car. And the guy's just like, oh, fucking Hillary Lover. Some fucking drunk guy. Hillary called Lover? Called you Hillary <laughs> Lover. So I'm like, I get, and he, he's like, r- read off my license plate or something. So I fucking, I'm, I say to the guy, like, what are, you, what are you doing? Are you talking about me? He's like, oh, yeah, I'm talking about you, Hillary Lover. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. He shows me a badge. He's a cop. Well, good for you. Take down my fucking license plate. What are you going to do? Jeez! Oh man! Yeah, similar situation, but I was on the opposite end.
1: You should have asked. And also,
3: we were extremely apologetic.
0: Yeah, this guy was not that. At all. Yeah. You should have just been like, oh,
2: this is a cash-only Uber. Uh, it's going to be $200. <laughs> I should have just fucking taken him. Right? Yeah. You should have taken I mean, him and thrown him off true. a bridge. Yeah. We don't well, need him. That's a little extreme. Oh, nah.
3: Uh, that look, guy deserved it. Well, okay. So let me let me tell you more about my road trip real quick.
0: Because yeah. So
3: we went down. We visited the grandparents. We got drunk on Uzo. That was great. And then we went up to Savannah, and Gabby booked an Airbnb. Mm. And it was like... A mile outside of the historical district, where we wanted to get drunk and have a good time. And it was in this house. We looked at the pictures. Cute little house. We're like, oh, okay. We got a room here. It's affordable. We rolled up. The house was the same, but there was shit everywhere. (laughs) The gentleman had carpeted his driveway. Carpeted his driveway? Yes, he carpeted his driveway. There was a broken... All the windows broken on a 96 Ford Windstar sitting in the driveway. (laughs) Uh, we were a little wary, but the guy was outside and I'm not going to say his name, but he had a, an interesting grip to his handshake. Yeah. Very friendly. Nice, nice dude. But we walked in the house and it was,
2: was he was one of those fuckers that does the handshake on your fingers. Yeah. I hate that. I fucking hate that. They squeeze.
0: get deep. You know, you got to lock the fucking (laughs) thumb web. You got to get in the web. Yeah. Yeah. So
3: that's, you know, I was like, all right, this guy was, he was nice. He was trying, but we walked into the house and it was just shit garbage like he it looked that like he sucked. had taken some of the carpet that was outside getting rained on and oiled on and put it inside to cover cigarette burns it smelled like shit um it, it was eerie we walked into the back room it was way too dark you could tell he just painted it and didn't take any of the hardware off of the doors or anything so all <laughs> everything just had paint all over it uh so we decided to leave but we did it the uh, hey we're gonna go get dinner and uh see you later so we got in the car we canceled the airbnb then we get a message from the guy while we're checking into another hotel. And man, this broke my heart. He goes he goes uh I'm sorry I couldn't accommodate you. I understand why you didn't want to stay here. I hate it here too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Holy shit! Oh, what? Man. <laughs>
0: fucking nightmares. Uh, uh,
3: like me and Gabby felt like we broke up with someone. God, oh, he's gotta get shit together. You ghosted him. Oh. Uh. Why would you open an Airbnb if you hate where you live? I don't know, dude. Yeah. But we had we had to ghost him. He was
0: too nice. So I wasn't gonna just. Sounds like he just wants company. He did want company, yeah. but
3: also there were two locks on the bedroom door, and one of them was working, and the other one wasn't. And we actually locked the door from the outside to test it, and. The key didn't work, so we Dude. felt like he was trying to maybe maybe rape us a little bit. Oh, touchy rape! And
0: this was surprising. Like, did you were there pictures of this place? The, I mean, did you? The,
3: the pictures were spotless because it didn't show the driveway; it showed the outside. <laughs> it didn't show which, the carpet, which was driveway. a
2: massive tra- transformation between yeah. the picture and what we showed up to. Yeah. So Tom's uh, hanging out in Carpet Man's basement zone and leaving it.
3: Yeah, sorry my week has been a bit long for you people, Oof. but uh, yeah, that <laughs> happened, and I feel bad for that guy, but man, we dodged a, uh, a rape bullet. I think it was <laughs> a rape bullet. <laughs> you had a good
0: time in Florida, though.
3: Oh, yeah, we had a great time okay. everywhere, man. Good. Savannah's popping, by the way. Yeah, oh. yeah I want to check
2: it out. You're saying there's history stairs that are really steep? Yeah, great stairs to fall down, dude.
1: Oh.
3: There's all kinds of historic or get steps. Pu-
2: or get pushed up. Or, yeah, push push
3: yourself <laughs> up the stairs. Push you, up. With enough drinks. Yeah. Andrew,
0: how was your week? Dude, just a, it's a fucking week, man. Weeks just blend together now, you know I mean, <laughs> Goddamn. I don't know. I work, you know.
3: Uh, Very interesting. It
0: was awesome. It was the most interesting week I've ever had in my life.
3: Uh, always right. positive over here, Arthur. <laughs> uh, so you get your work workout on. Let's do it. Uh, so, Travis, did you already talk about your week? I don't really care that much, but uh, well, maybe the, the listeners
2: care. You know what? I watched my first wrestling show last night. Mm, wrestling, men, sweaty, man. all sweaty. They're oiled. They're jumping on each other, and I actually had a really good time. You yeah, know? awesome. I was surprised I, you went. I did. I'm not a wrestling fan, but I totally get it. It was it was literally like watching a live action Three Stooges match. <laughs> like guys were ducking and like, whoa! <laughs> but it was it was hilarious. There's this dude, uh, uh, Orange Cassidy. And he's like the laziest wrestler. Such a cool guy. Yeah, he's got a great act. Yeah, great act. And like, yeah, just had a really good time. I drank a lot of beer in Queens. It's pretty much my week. Just wrestling all week.
0: Orange Cassidy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> all right, cool. Well, that's our week. So uh, I guess we'll see you guys next week.
1: <laughs>
2: Wait, is this... right, who's, who's on the chopping block? Oh, uh, okay. So you want to know who's on the choppy boys. Yeah, who's on the chopping block this week? Uh, okay. Uh, I'm just getting them all out first. Uh, okay. Tonight. We are roasting a woman named Carrie A. Nation. That is, in fact, her real name.
3: Carrie A. Nation. Yes. Wow, she must have had those men's
2: shoulders. Yeah, very strong, burly. She does those reps, you know, with her shoulders. Who the fuck is Carrie Nation? (laughs) (laughs) Carrie, I'm not going to tell you too much about who she was. I'll just say she's a real mean lady, hated alcohol. And she might be America's first juggalette. What? Yes. Dude, juggalettes love alcohol. I know, but this is like the first one. They didn't know what alcohol was. They're like, "Ah, what is an alcohol? Wow. So
3: she was a clown with paint on her face? What time period is this here? All right. I guess we're... I'm I'm leaving everything out
2: there, right? You know, you got to build a story. I can't just tell you a whole thing in the beginning. Sorry, I don't mean to spoil (laughs) your fun. (laughs) So Carrie Amelia Moore... Was born in Garnet, uh, Garand County, Kentucky, in 1846. As we can see, this is going to be a
3: really smooth episode. Oh yeah,
2: (laughs) I just laid that first line down all smooth. (laughs) <laughs> so so like a regular old Barry White. <laughs> yeah, idiot idiot lady was born in eighteen forty six. Her father, George George was a <laughs> Oh my god. I'm not drunk enough. No, you've only had a couple beers. <laughs> George. Her father, George, uh, was a successful farmer and slave owner that lived along the Dick River. Dude, that's the best river. Dude. Every morning she'd wake up and hear the sound of the mighty Dick flowing right behind her in her own backyard. You know, Carrie? I wake up and I look outside, and Dick makes
3: me smile. <laughs> the fish I pull from that dick, the one eyed fish, oh yeah, sometimes I get eels out of the dip,
2: <laughs> so yeah, they mainly lived off eels and uh, corn that he grew or something, whatever they grew in Kentucky. What do you grow in Kentucky? Probably corn, corn. probably yeah. corn, corn right yeah, corn, no, actually, Carrie, you know, she probably heard the mighty raging dick, but she actually grew up to the sounds of black people screaming by getting whipped because her father was a slave owner. I hate that part of our country's history. It's well, a bad time. It is no no bueno. And I didn't really know, when I started doing this research, I didn't know how much stuff would be available to research this woman, but I found her autobiography. Which was free online, very valuable. Yeah, no, it gave me so many good details about the good old days when her and Aunt Ezra uh, would take care of her. I mean, I say Aunt Ezra, Aunt it, it you, Elzra. What? Just pick one. Aunt Elzra. Is that like a this little a mermaid reference or something? No, because it wasn't her aunt. What do you mean? It, oh, it oh, was, it was a, a slave. It was a slave. Oh, right, right. You like, see how not uh, racist I am? I get you. I, yeah. yeah.
1: You're well, talking you know, if, like
3: if you don't want to repeat history, you have to forget it.
1: Yeah, exactly. So this
2: aunt of hers, you know, had to raise this idiot, and uh, <laughs> yeah But she then goes on to talk about how her father, while he wasn't a saint, he was a man made after God's own image. So, Fact- appar- so apparently God had slaves so. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then she also goes on to talk about how grateful the mothers of the slaves uh, that they owned were when his father, when her father whipped them. Whip the children of them.
3: So oh, God. So,
2: something topical. I mean, you don't
3: really want someone else parenting your kids, especially if you're right there. Uh-huh. And especially the extreme version of that in which you own the kids.
2: Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just it's just really the whole fun. thing is dark. Let's get it's past it. It's very dark. We're moving long. on. To, well Come on, anyway it's a she a fun podcast. In in her book she backpedals and says, you know, the law lo- the South lost and like, oh that's so great and you know, her father was a Union man with Southern sympathies. And uh, she cried, you know, that he cried when the South seceded. Uh, but, you know, he bought slaves. So bullshit. Um, what what state is
3: the Dick River run through? Kentucky. It is Kentucky. Okay. Yeah, yeah I blanked on that. I, I haven't
0: even been drinking. <laughs> Just, <I'm, laughs> dude, I wouldn't fucking know where the Dick River is.
2: like. <laughs> yeah, the like, hard old Dick River. Mm-hmm. So, Good old Dick. So now if you remember when we did Helen Duncan... You weren't around for that one, but it, she was a crazy, stupid uh, psychic. Yes, took advantage of poor
3: World War One and World War Two uh, families who were missing their loved ones. Pulled a John Edwards for them. You yeah, know what I mean, shit. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, soldiers dead. But what was interesting? What was interesting about both of these people in their autobiographies and recounting their youth is that they both could like tell these stories perfectly from when they were like eight. Or, or sorry, from like uh, like five to three years old, three to five years old, you know what I mean? Okay, yeah, so that's how you lie, people. You, yeah. You make up a story and you stick to it. <laughs> I, I can't remember anything when I was that young. Nah, dude. Nah. Yeah. And I, she also wrote this book in her 60s, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, maybe the corn was really good. Corn is fantastic this season. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> buttery. Oh. So her family moved around the South for a bit uh, when she was younger. Apparently, uh, even though they had free uh, human labor, her dad couldn't get her shit together and run a business. Uh, so the family moves to the slave state of Missouri in 1854. So I guess, you know, Papa really didn't, you know, when he was saying, like, oh, I hope the slaves are free, he was like, you know, oh, we could still move to another slave state. I mean, do I really need to, like, pick my own, you know, corn husks? Yeah, geez. Yeah. Well, we just moved
3: because they have good schools over there.
2: Oh, they did. They did. They actually did. So during the (sighs) boat ride to Missouri, Carrie uh, caught a cold that would affect her for years. Because, you know, you get a cold, it's just going to stick around. Yeah, especially if it's syphilis. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Now, as you can imagine, Carrie and her family were already very religious. But, you know, the best thing to do with a sick girl dunker in a cold ass river to baptize her in the dick river in the oh. dick river <laughs> Oh wait no they moved to yeah. uh the slaves. Well I don't there. know they might have been they might have been going up the dick river We got to look this up geographically and then we got to go down the dick river Yeah <laughs> we do We got to go like jet skiing down the dick river yeah. You're gonna be up Dick's Creek without a dick <laughs> She was pretty sick like most of her childhood because you know cold and then and then they just kept dumping her. Dunking in, her. Yeah, dunking <laughs> her into cold water. It'd get better. I really knew, knew how to do it back then. Old school. So when she was 15, the Civil War broke out, and uh, George, her father, thought that the battlegrounds were going to be in Missouri. Missouri. I think both of those are proper. Missouri. Missouri. <laughs> Missouri. Yeah. Missouri. 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 So her and her family go to Grayson County, Texas. Now, this was a six-week trip, and they took along... Uh, all their slaves with them. Uh, ten of those slaves, George, you know, who cared oh so much about his slaves, got t- typhoid fever. So he just left them on the side of the road. And Carrie nonchalantly writes this, you know, oh pa, such a good Christian, he left him on the side of the road for the Lord to deal with. I don't believe in karma, but you know, if I did, this would be a good instance. Uh, if I be did, I'd be doing yoga that. right now and getting my chakras up. Dude, you'd be sucking your own dick, River. Dude, you know what? I should start doing yoga. Because then I could suck my own dick.
3: Yeah, that's that's why men do it. Is that the goal? It. Well, men do it for two reasons, they're both sexual. One is to suck your own dick, and the other is to go see take yoga's in, classes. And see girls in stretchy pants. Yeah, yeah. watch the yeah. sweat from their crotches. I
2: took it once, actually, and I got a boner, and then I didn't go. You shouldn't go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? There's plenty of YouTube classes for you, sir. <laughs> so, during this travel, she talks about sewing the gray uniforms for the Confederates. Um, but anyway, George couldn't hack it in Texas, either. For this guy, who's spit, the, the in the image of God, and such a great person he just fucking sucks at business yeah i mean i don't know you keep saying that but maybe he's got an idea maybe god's has a plan yeah so they pack their bags up and take the six-week journey back to missouri okay you know this isn't like this isn't like back then when you just or now where you could just move somewhere get that you pack it thing and then (laughs) they set up the entire house for you it's like six-week journey to texas yeah. Six oh, I'm weeks foot. back.
0: I wouldn't say everybody can afford the U packet to just pick up their shit and go wherever the fuck they want. You know what I mean? There's plenty of poverty. And,
2: oh, no, but, no, no, no. But, sure,
0: but even the richest of people would have to do. Can
2: get a, a lot of renting. No, U, the, man, these, people, these people aren't poor. They have slaves. No, no, no. no I'm, ju- I'm just saying. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, you know, it's not, it's no, not but as it, easy as are, are you trying to make legitimate, and...
3: legitimate
0: social commentary yeah, on yeah, this no, podcast? I guess. Sorry. I guess. Yeah. Sorry. I'll shut the fuck up.
1: Yeah.
2: But anyway, uh, somewhere around uh, this whole moving around and slave owning and shit like that, her mother loses it, like, completely goes fucking nuts. Why? What's wrong? Uh, well, she starts getting these delusions, and Mary, her mother, actually believed that she was Queen Victoria, uh, because, because, this is a reasoning, because she liked the fineries and social airs and for uh, exquisite things. <laughs> I mean, you think someone just called her that once and she was, like, mentally unstable? All right, Victoria. (laughs) (laughs) There's some speculation that the Moors actually moved around so much because her mother was crazy. You know, like, she'd start ranting and raving, and then, you know, George would be like, "Oh, we got to move to a new town.
1: No. (sighs) Maybe he wanted to find
2: a a town with more crazy
3: people in it. Maybe, maybe. make his wife blend in, and then he can pawn her off on some other crazy person. (laughs) And find a new wife, who's also crazy, but younger. Hmm
2: so because her mom was crazy Carrie had to pick up a lot of slack with the household chores boo hoo yeah boo hoo household chores you have slaves uh, yeah boo
3: hoo what does that mean she opening writes... the door for yourself Tom
0: are you are you, are, are you insinuating that they should have used uh, their, their <laughs> slaves for labor
1: <laughs> uh, I guess yeah. that's uh, that, the bottom I of guess line, that's line the is the way yes. they did it yeah.
0: yeah I don't agree with it but if, you have that, if you're doing it anyway, I if, mean, if yeah.
3: you're capturing people, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean,
0: I know I just, the, I, it's just, it's hard to put myself in this fucking context. You know? Yeah, it's,
3: it's, of course. But here I am. I, I mean, we've been doing a history podcast for almost two years now. Sometimes I can put myself in the, in the time period and, and then I forget the social norms and I just play the part. Sorry. And sometimes sorry. the part haunts me at night. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't no. mean. I don't mean to call you out, Tom. Uh, it's fine,
3: Andrew. I, I know you're Arthur. not. You're Excuse the least. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Tim. You're the least racist person
2: I've ever met, and I know. Wow. I know. Now I, you're spreading
3: I, lies about me. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So eventually, Carrie's brother Charles. This is just to give you a little, little insight onto Victoria and Queen Victoria, her mother. Yeah, mother, mother Victoria, mother yeah. Victoria um, and just how good and Christian the Moors were. Eventually, uh, Charles moves her, his mother to the insane asylum in Nevada, Missouri, which is confusing because Nevada is a different <laughs> place in Missouri. Yeah. Um, but there she would die three years later. So the thing is, is that people believe that Charles put her in uh, this insane asylum because she had filed a lawsuit against him for money that he owed. So basically, he just stole a bunch of money from his mom, and was like, "That bitch crazy. Put her in the insane asylum." In the image of God. In the yeah, great. We Christ- don't we don't even know who God's mom is. Yeah, it's because she's
3: in parent prison,
2: <laughs> forever. Just so you guys know, we're done with the slavery. Thank ship. God for it's that. gone. All right, so the 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 time is eighteen sixty five. Civil War happened. it's done. Slaves are free. Whatever. Woo. She is nineteen years old, Carrie. And Carrie meets a Dr. Charles Gloyd. Gloyd? <laughs> Gloyd! Sounds charming. Yeah, he sounds like his family owns a bean factory. <laughs> <laughs> Gloyd's beans. This is my son Charles. He's going to be a dentist. <laughs> well, you're, that's, Gloyd. Gloyd Gloyd. Gloyd was a physician that lived near the Moore Farm in Missouri. And, uh, Carrie was taken by his educated background. Uh, and, you know, she didn't know if uh, Dr. Gloyd had the hots for her. One crisp fall evening, Gloyd put the moves on her and gave her a little smooch on the cheek. Put his beans
0: beans. in her hand.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Beans on the head. Oh, that's hot, baby. Oh, yeah.
2: Carrie was shocked. She was like, oh, I got a kiss. And her her chaste religious self said, I'm ruined. (laughs) Soiled. Soiled. Soiled Carrie. Yes, yeah, so, so to which I, I think uh, glossy Gloyd probably said, I'll show you ruined. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Wait, what did, he, did did he ruin
3: her? By kissing her. <laughs> by giving her a No, but
2: like worse? Mm. That's not Christian. I mean, there's penetration that's gonna happen. Cool.
1: <laughs>
2: can we skip to that? <laughs> <laughs> well, right like that, Gloyd asked her to marry. Oh, right right there? Oh, I mean you know, I'm assuming it happened well. He later. kissed her but... once and Yeah. Put his Mm. beans in her hand, and that's it. So Mr. and Mrs. Moore, her parents, were not too happy. Queen Victoria wanted to arrange a marriage for Carrie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The pressures. And on top of that, there was a nasty little rumor going around that Gloyd was addicted to the drink. Mm. What? (gasps) You mean corn syrup? He had the curse of rum! (laughs) Oh! Oh. Gloyd!
3: Gloyd! Gloyd, Gloyd, and G-G-Gloid. hes down at the bar spilling beans on all the fair ladies. <laughs> he only liked Carrie because she didn't smell like bubble gum and piss.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so Gloyd, Gloyd had fart, f- had fart. Gloyd <laughs> had fart in the Union Army. Uh, so I'm sure he liked to have a few drinks here and there. I mean, she, he did fight to save the country. It was a really bloody battle. Thanks for keeping it together, man. Yeah. He was also a brother of the Masonic Lodge. Mm. We talk about that a lot. It's the aprons, guys getting blowjobs. Yeah, it's something I'm
3: definitely looking into. Any of our listeners, if you uh, have an in, I'll suck your dick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and like another thing about the Masons is that they like to drink together. You know, it's like things gotta get you gotta get lubed a little bit before you get really lubed. Of course, of <laughs> course, you have to do that. So anyway, the two, the Gloydster and uh Gloidster and Carrie get married and Carrie noted noted almost immediately that the magic was gone. Uh and plus 5 days after they were married George came home and passed out on the bed after going to a lodge meeting. Carrie walked over and gave a little woof little whiff little whiff. She smelled the liquors on her on his breath.
3: Oh my god. Mm. Wow. Uh, uh, <sighs> uh. <laughs>
2: So now, I mean, there's plenty of alcoholics out there that are abusive and assholes, but Lloyd, for the most part, from what I read, he didn't seem all that abusive. He never hit her or anything. He took it, Ubers everywhere. Right. He <laughs> was very Ubers safe. everywhere. Yeah. The, you know, a, a horse Uber was Ho- a thing back then. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Um, but like, I, I feel like in Carrie's autobiography, she probably would have wrote about that, especially with how her career ends up. Yeah, I still don't really know where we're going with this lady, so. Okay. Carrie Nations, right? Carrie A Nation. Okay. So this is the first husband. She was Carrie Gloyd. Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) She doesn't sound like a wrestler. (laughs) Yeah. Carrie A Nation. It's horrible.
3: No one wants to be born with a wrestler name, they want to adopt one. Hmm. You know, I would adopt a wrestling name. What would yours be? Uh, Sir Garbage, or, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. Kindergarten? I would think on it, the, the, you know, like, I got confirmed, I'm a Roman Catholic, by mm. spirit,
2: <laughs> and I am a Jew by, well, not money, but something else. <laughs> if I had a wrestling name, I want to be called Kindergarten Puncher. What does he do? He punches kindergarten.
3: Only kindergartners. <laughs> yeah. So they send, like, an, uh, a a second
2: grader into the ring, and you're like, Psh. Can't hit him. Not really my bag. <laughs> so anyway, Gloyd knocks up Carrie, but then shit goes down. Basically, Carrie's mother's like, I don't want you living with a drunk. So you're living with me, Queen Victoria. And Carrie's, you know, Carrie obeyed her mother. And Gloyd begged for Carrie to stay. He said, if you leave me, I'll be dead in six months. How'd that go? Well, Carrie left with her mother and uh, took up her profession of Sunday school teacher. But did Gloyd die in six months? Six weeks after Carrie popped out her baby girl, Charlene, uh, she got a telegram that Charles was dead. Real alcoholic, then. I mean, yeah, he probably... We don't know how he died yet. He died of alcohol. Okay, all right. Nice call, Tom. Okay, so
3: maybe she had a point.
2: (laughs) Maybe she had a point, but at the same time, it's like, you know... Yeah, because the way you laid it down... It you're, just advoca-
0: like, you're just advocating alcoholism.
2: Oh, <laughs> well, you know. I mean, no, well, the way you laid it down, I was
3: thinking, like, she's like, you know, he's coming home, and he had a couple drinks, and sh- she's yelling at him, and he's like, you're no fun anymore.
2: Maybe
1: by
0: I'm her, gonna go
2: piss in the corner. Maybe by her, her yelling at him, he's like, oh, fuck it, I just lost my wife and child, I'm gonna go drink myself to death. What's the point? Just make another <laughs> one. Change your name to Glinderman.
3: Glinderman. <laughs> And go on the other side of town where they never heard of Gloid and go find another lady and do it again.
2: All right. Well, Mark McGrath style. Well, for whatever <laughs> the reasons were, we don't know. I mean, he died of poison, but this was Carrie's inspiration to fight for temperance. Oh. You don't drink booze in America. No booze. No booze. All right. Well, she's a bad guy already. <laughs> I think so. Uh, as I chug my beer. <laughs> <laughs> ten days after Gloyd glided into the grave, you see what I did there? <laughs> you wrote a joke, <laughs> and it works. So. Glo- Great alliteration. Glo- yeah, I, I, this is a little bit of a tongue twister. So, ten days after he died, Carrie was walking around the park praying to some shit, which he bumped into David A. Nation, journalist, attorney, Christian minister, father of a little girl, and 19 years Carrie's senior. And Carrie was all up on that nation, Dick. Wow, come to my car wash.
3: <laughs> Carrie, David Nation, yeah, car wash. The, yeah, David Nation. That's the car wash. Well, that's the worst name ever. I don't, I don't know where to fucking start. Well, I, what, who names? The- who starts the name Nation? <laughs> you know, like, where did you come
2: from? What Ellis Island did you float in on? And, just and they change fucked it up to, your name yeah. to Nation. <laughs> it was probably like someone read the box wrong and just says, like, you know, David, and then says, like, nationality. Obviously, yeah. Uh, that guy was fired immediately. Yeah. So Carrie said that, I knew that was the answer to my prayers. David Nation was the husband God selected for me. Bitch bumped into her in a park. Yeah, well, that is how God works. Mysterious ah, ways and also often near ducks. <laughs> so da- David and Carrie got married and uh, Carrie took David's last name, Nation. Thus, Carrie A. Nation was born. It
0: all makes sense now.
2: I don't know. I like Carrie
3: A. Goloid better. It <laughs> <laughs> just makes me think of, uh, you know, a really skinny guy carrying a fat guy up a hill. <laughs> well, I'm carrying a Goloid. <laughs>
2: So the, the two newlyweds move back to Texas again. This is like going all over the place here. She's a moving lady. Wow. So they move back to Texas, and David starts practicing law, and Carrie uh, runs a hotel. A real hotel? Real hotel, full or, of ghosts. Wait,
0: not like a sexy hotel,
2: right?
3: <laughs> no, not
2: like a sexy hotel.
0: Okay. All right. <laughs> like, a, we'll see. Like an H.H. H. Holmes hotel?
2: Yeah, you know, there's a bunch of ghosts and, uh, you know... Spooky ghosts. Out West okay. ghosts. <laughs> but life with the Christian minister was not great. First of all, Carrie insisted on bringing Charles Gloyd's mother with them. What? Because her husband had died a few months after Charles had. So that's weird, right off the bat. Like, here's my, my mother-in-law for my last husband. She's going to live with us. Yeah, like that's like that's
0: that's like an ex-mother-in-law. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who just carries that shit around? Yeah. yeah. That's baggage.
2: Also, Carrie had differences on opinion about their, his, their Christian faith. They fought a lot about their Christianity. Well, well, it gives them something to talk about. Yeah, I mean, what do you talk about? Like beans? <laughs> God did it this way. Jesus died that way. Peter was all right. Thomas didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, their relations soured. And uh, so there you go, Carrie. Uh, God just wants you to be miserable because he selected this terrible husband for you. You know what? It's really about the name. Yeah. It's so a transference of the name. So there, Carrie was, all miserable, you know, praying away. And her daughter, Charlene, who was 12 at the time, gets typhoid fever. Oh, dude, that sucks. See that, karmas? Yeah. Woo! <sighs> that's rough. Um, so, Charlene's right cheek swells up to the size of a melon. Damn, that's uh, a big cheek. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Carrie says... Um, Oh, that's because your father was a drunkard. You inherited that from him. Uh, yeah. Must have been. You have a mannequin head on your head
3: (laughs) because your father drank too much liquor.
2: I like Uh, that reasoning. That's great. She also mentioned that Charlene had not embraced Christianity, hadn't been baptized yet. So that's another reason you get Thai foot fever. Straight to hell. Dude,
3: that happens all the time.
2: Yeah. You must vaccinate and you must baptize. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So basically, Charlene's right cheek completely rotted off to the point where you could see her jaw and teeth. Um, Carrie asked her minister, or said to her minister, Oh God, please let me save a piece of my child. To which the minister said, Don't pray for the life of your child. She's so deformed she'd be better off dead. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. Because that's just a little
3: girl with a melon face.
0: Yeah. She was 19. 12. All right, oh, so
3: fuck. I think the last episode we were talking about that. Like, um, you know, kids today, they, they have a hard time with acne and stuff, and they get self-conscious. So imagine being that kid. Yeah. right, Dude, it doesn't matter how big your pimples are today. You can go, You don't have typhoid pimples. Yeah, hey. hey. you know?
0: Melon face.
2: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yo, your teeth are showing. Yeah. Your teeth are showing. <laughs> so anyway, the typhoid breaks, and Charlene survives, but she has this massive hole in her face. mm so Carrie sends her to a doctor in Texas. And he's like, I don't know, just fucking close the hole up and probably like stuck some gum there and just like, there I was thinking go. Yeah, a few sick. cigarettes, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like
0: some baz- bazooka joe, chew it up and <laughs> patch it up.
3: Yeah. So <laughs> well, maybe that was the inspiration
2: for Popeye. They just shoved a pipe in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Charlene comes back and and Carrie's like, what the fuck? Like what's on your face? <laughs> So, she sends her to another doctor in Texas, and this other doctor saws part of Charlene's jaw off and puts an artificial jaw in that won't open.
0: Yeah, good as new. This is
3: the worst thing. Like, with every bad joke we've said, like, I am having so much fun laughing at this
0: 12-year-old girl's misery of
3: having her face hacked open. For some reason, this is horrible.
0: You guys are fucked up, man. I'm like, poor girl. Dude, what? you know i invite you here here.
3: arthur i invite you here to come hang out with us work out a little bit maybe talk to the people i don't need this shit
0: tom let's just fucking let's cut the bullshit let's just fucking suck each other's dicks (laughs) all right
2: (laughs) well they're actually doing it
0: you know i mean that's that's where this workout thing is leading right you know like you know hey bro nice quads oh fuck look at those pecs oh shit show me a dick (laughs)
2: It's exactly
0: that.
3: It's okay to cut some corners. That's what I
2: thought. Just get right to
0: the dick. Let's just fucking cut straight to
2: the dick. All right, back to make fun, making fun of a twelve-year-old girl. It's a horrible deformity. Yeah. Okay, so Carrie eventually saves up enough money to send Charlene to New York City alone to an actual doctor to be the first homeless person in New York City. (laughs) Basically, all the doctors. She goes to a bunch of doctors in New York City and. Basically, just give her better plastic surgery so there's not, like, fucking, like, I don't know, cow dung on her face or something. (laughs) Like, like they're like, hey, let me give you real plastic surgery and fucking use skin from your butt or something to go on your face.
3: (laughs) Here's 45 cents. Go down to the corner store. Pick me up several bananas in a paper bag. Come back, give me the bananas, and you keep the paperback
2: (laughs) (laughs) old school medicine rocks yeah no (laughs) (laughs) it's great so then eventually some philly doctor like sees because he's like a freak of nature now she got like she's Hey, whatever. She <laughs> dumped the fucking slaves on the side of the road that had typhoid. Her mom did. Yeah, well, you know, earlier no, her, really her parents. You're though. you're just as bad as everyone else telling her she's got this because she dies <laughs> she's drunk. She dies too drunk. <laughs> whatever. All right. So this Philly doctor contacts Charlene's doctor in New York and is like, "Yo, I can actually put a jaw and that'll work." You know, like. Mm. So he does this surgery. It works. Charlene's a normal girl again. Yay! Yeah, eat this (laughs) cheesesteak. And then Carrie's like, Oh my God, it's a miracle! God has answered my prayers! It's not like a whole fuck ton of money that I spent in modern technology and the handiness of talented doctors. No, God did it!
0: Oh, yes. That's that's how people thought back then.
2: Ah, Fucking bunch of idiots. Idiots.
0: (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people are still like that, you know? Uh, One of my co-workers, her dad... Her dad was, you know, fucking on, de- knocking on death's door. And, uh, he, you know, got a fucking, some artificial valve in his heart or some shit. And now he's going to church every day, like, oh, thank, you know, God gave me another chance. Like, yeah, what about the doctors? You know, like, <laughs> yeah.
1: Why
2: well, do you, yeah, you thank your doctor? Like yeah, uh, go buy them a Kool Aid.
0: <laughs> I mean, I mean, whatever, you know, he's more, I think he quit drinking and smoking, so good on him, but, uh, you know. So Carrie
2: gets this, uh, Carrie gets this vision. Go, oh, sorry. Carrie starts getting these visions from God. She sees a snake engulf the entire town and shit. And, and, like, she would wander the halls of her hotel, like, screaming and, like, bothering all the guests that were staying there. Like, That's talking, awful. Talking some God mumbo jumbo tongue shit. You know, as dirty as the house I was at that I left, the guy wasn't screaming the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, she she's thinks that. She is receiving these messages directly from God. Whenever we hear any, I feel like another roast mortem theme. Whenever you get visions or messages directly from something that is not real or like not tangible, <laughs> uh, yeah, no good.
3: go to a hospital.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
3: they'll they'll give you lots of
2: drugs and make you normal. So while all this shit is happening, David, her husband, is getting wrapped up in legal battles. With the Jay Bird Woodpecker War. You ever hear about that one? No. <laughs> Wait, what? The, what is uh, this? Fighting birds? Are these like yeah. fucking b- birds going at it? So, bas- so basically, <laughs> you know there's a period called the Reconstruction Era after the Civil War, right? Yes. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, there's a whole bunch of bullshit that was... The, this whole Jay Bird Woodpecker War was a whole bunch of bullshit that was happening in Texas in 1888. Where a bunch of racist fucks were like, I don't want to live next to black people and people on both sides started getting lynched and like you know murdered and shot at like no bueno no we're Mm -hmm. back here again
0: only for a second
2: (laughs) so basically david has because he's chose a side i don't know which side it was uh he's had death threats against him so he's like i'm gonna move the family i'm gonna move the family out of texas and move to kansas
3: Oh, yeah. no, They're very open-minded there. Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: So they move to Kansas and start a new hotel. This, this place in Kansas they moved to is called Medicine Lodge, Kansas. <laughs> oh. Okay, did they open the first Super 8 there? <laughs> did they get into food? Did they open a Bojangles, by any chance? Uh, <laughs> yes, in fact. <laughs> oh. Cracker Barrels. I ate
3: at a Cracker Barrel. Yeah? I, I did it. I, I love it. <coughs> yeah, dude, I it's missed great it. Great food. And a chicken fried steak, because I want to die. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Never had it. We gotta go, gotta We're going, it man. Out. All right. Yeah. So, Medicine Lodge, Kansas is where Carrie really came into her own. She joins a Methodist church, when she immediately starts making a scene. She starts going against the pastor, and she keeps saying, I'm like, you know, I'm getting messages directly from God, and I will cleanse all of the evil sins in Medicine Lodge. And the pastor's like, calm down. That's what I do. (laughs) Don't take my job. (laughs) It's a one-pastor town. Uh, And then she starts the local branch of the Women's Christian Temperance Union. Okay, that's the most boring party to go to. Yeah. Let's talk about the women's temperance movement as a whole. So starting in the mid-19th century, a bunch of crazy evangelical bitches thought that liquor was destroying America. Straight up.
0: Well, I mean, you know, I mean, maybe. Uh
2: <laughs> maybe. I mean fucking Russians are
0: not you know, they're not doing so. They well need like meth. That shit. They need meth like That's this it. country has. That's exactly what you need. They
3: need just a little pick me up, dude. Everybody drive the truck, truck, truck. Get it there. You know?
2: <laughs> so so basically all these people were mainly came from like backwater boony towns, uh and you know, their activity is included going to an evangelical church and then going back to the evangelical church. Like we're not talking about like you know a lot of lot of things going on here. So just home church yeah. order from Peapod. That's how you eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, so these these women were sick and tired of their husbands who probably worked in mines or like horrible factory conditions from unwinding, having a few drinks after work. That's all it was. You don't know that's all it was. I mean, I can understand
0: what wanting to or needing to fucking unwind after a day like that, you know, but, uh, you know, I'm sure there were so many people doing it. This is also before AA, you know, like, I'm sure there are so many people doing it that, uh, you know, women were fucking losing their losing their husbands. You know, fucking dying and uh, well, that's or, true. Or but just fucking beating them or whatever. You know, so I could maybe understand where. Yeah, but where
3: the, Andrew, you gotta kind of context it like this. All they had to do. I know. Was, was go drink. to the mines.
0: Yeah, I know. I understand. And then so see why they were drinking. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I'm <laughs> sympathetic. Like, trust me, I get it. I would be doing the same fucking thing. I'd be coming home <laughs> and getting hammered. But uh, you know, I, like, I guess I. Just then, trying to see both sides. Yeah, but it's uh, also- and if they went to
3: the mines, they wouldn't even have it as bad because these guys are going to the mines and then they're coming home to their dried up husky wives <laughs> <laughs> who are yelling at them the whole time. So if they both went to the mines and then hit the bar together and then went home, They'd be like, this is the best thing that ever happened to us. (laughs) Who cares that I'm dirty and I'm going to die in about six weeks? It's fine. (laughs) I'll live like
0: this.
2: Praise Hosanna.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to offer a different perspective. I appreciate that. But fuck me right up the
2: ass. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, so these women called liquor a curse, a disease, a scourge on America. They also weren't a fan of tobacco or gambling or pretty much anything fun. Hmm. Do you think they'd be a fan of these wrap snacks? <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Owie, yeah. I really don't think they'd like that. Owie, Little Yatties cheese fries. Yeah, they're delicious. If I had some.
3: Yeah, if you're down in Virginia, you got it easy—cheap cigarettes and Yatties wrap snacks. <laughs> little Yatties, excuse me, <laughs> Lit- littles, little Yatties. I thought you got
0: them in Atlanta.
3: No, the, uh they're Virginia. They're from Atlanta, but That's I found point. most
2: of them in Virginia. Burginga. Yeah. So there were various groups of women that began to assemble and protest against the sale and consumption of alcohol, but the biggest one was the Women's Christian Temperance Union, or I'm just gonna call them the WCTU now because just call them the ladies, ladies, yeah. the ladies, the All ladies, right. ladies. So, so their stated purpose was to create a sober, pure world by abstinence purity and evangelical christianity and no black people that was their yeah. mission statement yeah i bet what you
3: just said as a joke
0: no it's true yeah i'm sure that
2: that fucking worked into their purity plan you know <laughs> absolutely and anything anything anytime you also that's another trend anytime that someone says purifying something they're automatically the bad guys you You can't purify genocide
3: is on the tip of their tongue (laughs) they wake up what's that burning oven smell
2: (laughs) unless if they work for Brita and then in which case they're just doing their jobs and that includes like the
0: crystal healers and the people that do yoga and shit you need to purify your body and cleanse You need to lick a
2: dumpster and go party. <laughs> you, know, you just need to have a basket of fried shrimp and then go have your legs move. Yeah, <laughs> Exactly.
1: Sweat out
3: that shrimp. Yeah. That's purification 100%. We got livers for a reason, baby.
2: <laughs> So there were actually some good things that the ladies, the Christians Union... Yeah, we know. ...that they did. Uh, Namely, they they helped raise the age of consent, which was nothing before that. (laughs) Oh. I think back then it was like, is that a baby? Dude, stop. Yeah, yeah, uh, (laughs) please.
3: That is horrible. Yeah. (laughs) Well, all right, so I can get behind
2: that. Yeah, so I get behind that, and they also pushed for women's rights. And, uh, you know, this is the first time in America, uh, and almost you know, in the globe, you know, and during that time where women collected as a group and protested for something. It was, uh, you know, booze, which, you know, I feel like you can ask a lot of women nowadays, and you're like, uh, you know, why do you have to go after the booze? But like, hey, we're organizing. Organize,
3: do something. Get your heads together. Meet up at Bojangles. Start your day off right. Get the (laughs) smatlings of genocide rolling,
2: you know? That's the idea. This organization and temperament's basically led, progressed to the women's right to vote, which is a great thing, right? Um, Depends but... on who you ask.
1: Oh, oh, you, you know
0: ladies. what I mean? You know what I
3: mean? Whoa, you know what I mean? Fucking ladies, please uh, turn off your podcast now. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you do something else, you know, because yeah. we're talking like men
1: here. Yeah,
0: hey, you got a set of testicles? Because I fucking do.
3: Oh, <laughs> you see. We're, we love you ladies d's nuts this
0: this is all joking,
3: and we love ladies
2: so actually the yeah. same year <laughs> yeah, the same much. the same year that women got the right to vote was the year that prohibition started so good start guys yeah thanks <laughs> thank you thank you all right so at this time uh Carrie with the the whole U C U W C the ladies the ladies ladies, yeah. ladies. <laughs> So the ladies were campaigning against saloons, uh, and you know, see, America used to have that pub culture that Britain had. You know, where the saloon was more than just a bar; it was a, like a living room, it was a meeting hall, it was a place where people talked business, mm-hmm. got to know their neighbors, and, like I said, unwind from their miserable existence. Pull yeah. down
0: their pants and show each other that their penises.
2: That's an important male bonding thing.
0: That's what happened, right? (laughs) It does happen.
2: It does happen. The ball game probably existed for centuries.
3: Definitely longer than I. Yeah.
2: But also the saloon was a den of sin, and it must be destroyed. I'm not convinced. (laughs) (laughs) The town didn't need another place for people to come together. They could already do that church, you dummy. And then Kansas also banned the sale of alcohol in 1880. So like you can't even have saloons, but there were saloons anywhere because people were like, "Dude, I'm not gonna obey that law. That's dumb. This is where I like to be." Oh my god, I'm mad right now. I have a bottle to kill in my left hand. <laughs> yeah, so and a I beer be- in my
3: right hand. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Andrew doesn't drink, and he's mad. I can I- see. It. I'm seething. I, see- I fucking am so pissed. I could see myself being fucking pissed uh, back, back in the day. Like, you fucking bitches are trying to take away my booze? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Like, what? Uh, yeah. So Carrie, you know, there are all these illegal saloons because she's in Kansas, and Carrie wanted action. So she headed over to the Medicine Lodge saloons and started causing a scene. She was yelling at the barkeepers, calling them the destroyers of men's souls and that their saloons were unlawful. And what which, the fuck are you talking about? I'm just a bartender, bitch. Yeah, and when and when things got so heated, she would just start breaking into a teary-eyed song or praise or psalm or shit. There's a lot of those too. Ah, ba Jesus give me a banana. <laughs>
3: ya la la. Surprisingly, not one of them.
2: That is one. Psalms Ask for, for thy for nana
3: and you shall receive. All right, if you were really into your groceries, you would call it psalm. 4011, because that's the PLU code on bananas.
2: Oh, wow. I was just thinking it would be Psalm 311. I was thinking it would be oh. somebody
0: <laughs> once
3: told
2: me. So, like I said, uh, Carrie was just not anti-liquor, because a lot of these people just had a problem with liquor mm-hmm. in particular. Carrie also didn't like beer. So one time she busted in a bar and asked the barkeep what the bottle was one of the patrons was drinking at it. And he responded, oh, it's hop tea. That's what they used to call their liquors. Or their beers. I like
3: hop Hop tea. Hop tea. Yeah. Hey, pass me a hop tea. Oh, you're all out? Give me an oat soda.
2: So Carrie walked up to the man and read the label, which said Anheuser-Busch. Great company. And she grabbed the bottle out from the man's hand and poured it out on the floor right in front of him. And then she started to read some stupid passage in the Bible about how drinking's a sin. Keep in mind, Jesus turned water into wine, so... Okay, cool. And then she got on her knees and started praying until the man left. Because he was like, <laughs> what is going on here?
3: I hope he farted on her on the way out. <laughs> Chucked the corn nut at her. Right in her head. mouth. Because typically if I'm in a public place, I am holding a fart at all times.
2: <clears throat> So if something like that happened and someone was on the ground, I would have let one out. I get a rise from crop dusting bars. I really do. Oh, dude. <laughs> like, there's a stupid grin on my face. <laughs> I'm walking through a bar.
0: I've been I've been crop dusted by you, Travis, and it is terrible.
3: <laughs> it's prime. You know, it's prime. It's like real sour. It's like an,
2: an aged air. Yeah, aged air. That's what I like to call mum- mummified air mummified gas yes it does <laughs> happen
0: i feel like i'm in world war one or something like I'm, you know,
3: <laughs> fucking come out with your face all melted like, oh. your mind and
2: shit so eventually her crazy actions made a few of the saloons actually close and people were kind of getting these owners were kind of getting pissed off at her but then in 1900 okay. straight up new century ought ought New century, new carry. All the computers crashed. <laughs> all
3: the, it's, it was 9-2-K. Uh, all the horses crashed. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> ran off cliffs and shit. And... It was Elon
2: Musk self-driving horses <laughs> for the first time. <laughs> it didn't work out too well. <laughs> so in, in 1900, Carrie received a divine message from God himself. I mean, she had already been doing that, but this one's more important. Of course. <laughs> yeah, new year, new me, yeah, new God. Th- new God, hey, new God, new century, whatever. So, she did what she usually did did every night. She prayed to the Lord before she went to bed uh, to give her strength on her righteous crusade against liquor. Mm -hmm. Went to bed. Next morning, wakes up. saw a fantastic light. That's the sun. Yeah, and she heard the words, Go to Kiowa, I will stand with you. And the voice was in a, a soft but musical tone.
3: I mean... We've all been there. <laughs> but I, I feel like there's times in my life where I could have listened to that voice. and uh, Maybe I'd be in a better position than I am now. When you wake up with a blinding <laughs> light and it says, go to Kiowa. Yeah, it's like, but you know, usually it's go to school. <laughs> don't drop out of college. <laughs> but don't listen to that voice. Never do. It's just someone else's misery. My it, own misery is my bag. Understand? I, I get it. I, I get rock
2: it. it with pride. She interpreted this message... And said it was like clear as day what this what this voice was saying. And this is in her own words. She says, I was to take something in my hands and throw it at places in Kiowa. Smash them up. Hmm. Okay, so she's gone from crazy lady to batshit
3: stupid lady. Yeah. She's breaking windows. Yeah. So- she's reverting back to being a child. Yeah, a little baby girl. <sighs> What did her uh, fucked
2: up daughter have to say about any of this? The daughter, she never talked about the daughter again. It was literally like... <laughs> she's she's got the
0: melon on her face, got her yeah, jaw that's fucked it. up, and that's, and that's it. That's
2: Every it. time
3: she talks, I hear her ugliness. <laughs>
2: nah, block it out. Uh, so, after this revelation, Carrie ran outside and began collecting rocks. She then wrapped the rocks in newspaper so they looked like packages. She called them smashers. Hmm. She had made a name for him. I
0: wonder what she was was planning on doing with Mm. him.
2: She then loaded up her horse and buggy and headed off to Kiowa, Kansas with a friend. She arrived at Dobson's Saloon, also known as the Refreshment Stand, uh, at 8.30 p.m. Cool. Now, it was always strange to see an old woman walk into a saloon, because mainly these saloons were like men's clubs, uh, with the exception of street ladies that were always welcome. You don't want the old... Well, you know, the old lady is for a particular taste. Want a gum job? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, grandma rub at night. (laughs) So she she didn't raise too many alarms when she walked in uh, because it kind of looked like she was delivering packages for her husband that was getting drunk at the saloon. She then told Dobson to get out of the way. I don't want to hurt you. I'm going to break this place up. And she hurled one of her smashers at the massive mirror behind the bar. The barkeeper and the patrons ducked out of the way as she threw rocks everywhere, breaking bottles, signs, windows, and causing thousands of dollars worth of damage. Asshole.
0: I was, I was way off with what I thought she was going to do with those smashers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she then went on to smash up two more saloons, or as she called them, dens of sin. Her last stop of destruction was Lewis's saloon. She carried, a ro- she carried through a rock against the mirror and it didn't break. She frantically looked around the room for something else to finish the job off. She saw a pool ball. It had to have been the cue ball. It had to have been the cue. Because any other ball would have been illegal. (laughs) (laughs) She said, thank God. And she picked up the ball and smashed the mirror. Wow. Now, by this point, all the saloon owners had closed up because they heard this commotion. were standing outside of their... Property defending it, just like, just like, get out of here, lady. Yeah, <laughs> get out of here with those Christmas packages. It's July. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, the entire town had come out of where, their holes of, of hanging out, living area, and they were watching this crazy bitch ranting and raving. Uh, she stood on top of a Barrel and said, "I have destroyed. <laughs> I have destroyed three places of business. If I have broken a statute of Kansas, put me in jail." If I am not a lawbreaker, your mayor or, and councilman are. You must arrest one of us, for our, if I am not a criminal, they are. Well, if you're smashing up shit in the bar, it sounds like you're fucking vandalizing and uh Yeah, right.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like she should be fired
0: but to this jail. Is, this is also during prohibition and so alcohol well, is this like a speakeasy like it's so illegal, it's, it's it's not technically? during but it's, it's not, not illegal to have mirrors.
3: Well no, it's yeah.
2: it's it's not during prohibition, but Kansas had banned alcohol. Right. So it's not like the prohibition that we know about, it's just the state. It's a dry state. Okay. So it technically was illegal, but her running around smashing shit is not... No, I'm not condemning that. <laughs> yeah, this is saying. so illegal, and we don't have our shit together. She's an old lady. <laughs> <laughs> so the marshal walked up to Carrie and was like, Yo, uh, the mayor needs to see you right now. And the mayor was with one of the owners of the buildings of the saloon that she smashed up. Mm-hmm. So that was uh, the mayor and, the, and this guy who's you know the landlord. He's like, yo, you need to pay for those windows that you smashed, bitch. <laughs> Did he use that phrasing? That is exactly That, that is old-timey phrasing. Old-timey, old-timey. Yo, yo, you have to pay for those windows, <laughs> you old crazy bitch. <laughs> Carrie said, no, you are a partner of the Dive Keeper, and the statutes hold your building responsible. Uh, the, man, the man that rents the building of any business is no better than the man who carries... On the business.
3: Okay, I get where she's coming from,
2: but at the same time, jail. (laughs) Yeah. All said and done, Carrie walked. The mayor, the spineless mayor just let her walk. They just don't want to deal with her. They're just like,
0: oh, just whatever. Just get the fuck out.
3: Give her a ticket or something. Mm -hmm. Let kids throw tomatoes at her for the afternoon.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We need to actually have that like today. I want that right now. I want that right now. Like I I think there's a problem that we don't have public shaming nowadays. I mean, you do something stupid, you go in the stocks. Well, and we throw tomatoes at you for like an afternoon. It's called Twitter. That's but pretty. Medieval. We definitely
3: need
0: something a little more tomatoey.
2: Yeah, that's so-
0: true, dude. We we do live in a in a fucking era of public shaming. It's just on the internet now.
2: Yeah, but I want physical public shaming,
0: <laughs> dude. I'm all for the toma- Fucking you know, tomatoes. A of tomatoes. Fruit. Up, tomatoes. tomatoes. Up, you know. Come on. <laughs> as long as they're as long as they're kind of squishy, you know. Yeah. Like you fucking bean somebody right in the face of with tomato. You're gonna fuck some shit up.
3: (laughs) They even made the kid-sized ones. You know, you give them cherry tomatoes, they have a good time. They think they're going to hit the
2: target. They won't. They don't know how to do it. They're like little paintballs. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, her tactic had worked, and a lot of the saloons closed. They're just closed? They're like, I don't want to deal with this shit. I'm leaving. They just open again and stand outside with a murdering device and just wait (laughs) for her to come again. But... She was just getting started. Her next big hit was Wichita, Kansas.
1: Kansas. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, you kind of flubbed it, but I, I've i heard of that place. You heard of Wichita? I heard of Wichita. Wichita. Yeah. So she walked into the Carrie Hotel Bar Room, which was a very ritzy uh, hotel bar. Which means they had one chandelier, <laughs> a piano player, not one of those player pianos, a piano player. Ooh.
0: But no piano, just the piano
2: player. Just just sit there. He's playing pool with everyone. (laughs) Well, one of the fixtures of the room was uh, an oil painting of a naked lady.
1: (gasps) Scandalous.
2: And this was behind glass, because they don't want people touching this oil. They paid a lot of money for it. Yeah, dude. I want that up, dude. So this beautiful... Jada Pickett Smith, you know? (laughs) (laughs) This beautiful titty lady oil painting. And Carrie uh, tells the bartender that he is insulting his own mother by having her form stripped naked and hung up in a place that's not even decent for women to be in when they have clothes on. No one has ever complimented this woman, have they? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he then told <laughs> he then told her to just, like, get out of here. You're disgracing my place. Just leave. This is stupid. Get out of here. Hmm. The next day, she returned with all of her smashers, and she started smashing bottles, using her cane to <laughs> smash shit. Uh. She threw a rock through the titty oil painting. Oh, no. Broke the bar mirror. Eventually, the cops showed up, and they said, yo, you're defacing property. This isn't Kiowa. This is Wichita. You're just defacing this property. Yeah, that's totally different.
0: A- we got different laws down here, baby. It's in uh, Wichita.
2: Uh no, it was still illegal. It was okay. Still in Kansas. Okay. All in all in all of Kansas it yeah. is illegal. Got you. So the cops are like, "Yo, you're defacing property." And okay. Carrie said this. "I am defacing nothing. I am
3: destroying." I guess. So much for that reasoning. But one thing she's totally missing here. There was a guy in the 80s who made the Pet Rock. Now imagine <laughs> selling the Smasher. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like right?
2: how how would that go? That's like a mix of Pogs, Pet Rock, and the news. <laughs> Tom, she is not missing that point, And we'll get to that. Oh! Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. A little foreshadowing. Wow, well, I'm going to be a dry guy in a few years. I <laughs> can tell. So she was actually cuffed and arrested. The sheriff threw her in jail. And knowing that she didn't like cigarettes, she, uh, the, the sheriff gave the other inmates packs of smoke to <laughs> smoke and blow into her cell. Nice. I like that. I oh, like yeah. that, Sheriff. Yeah. So after this event, Carrie became a national sensation. Uh there's actually national newspapers, photographers, and reporter reporters visiting her in her cell. And she thought, Hey, this is the perfect time to rebrand myself, you mm-hmm. know, start getting on this bandwagon, you know, right? Yeah, of course. It's all about branding. <laughs> yeah. So as soon as she came out of the joint, she she as soon as she came out of the joint, she changed her name from Carrie with an I-E to Carrie with a Y, and then trademarked legally Carrie A Nation, her name.
3: So she became the
2: wrestling yeah. Carrie A Nation from parts unknown. <laughs> America. So after after this, Carrie headed home to Medicine Lodge and geared up for another massive smashing tour. Um, uh, she's, she's just
0: like... The biggest party pooper, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, right? She just poops on all of the
2: parties. So, uh, this disregard for property was about to go national. Uh, and her husband, David, joked that uh, maybe next time she should use a hatchet. And Carrie said, that's the most sensible thing that you've said since I've married you. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. And thus, the first juggalette was born. <gasps> hatchet uh, woman. Hatchet woman. Wow!
3: <laughs> so this is this takes place before um, what was it? Uh, Lizzie
0: Borden, the other
2: hatchet lady. Who was Lizzie Borden again? She was the one who
0: cut up her family because
3: she Lizzie,
2: thought it
0: was neat. Lizzie Borden killed her family with an axe. There's like some sort of little uh, little ditty nursery rhyme children. I don't thing know that that this is before. Where when was that? that? I don't know, well, if you're
3: bringing information to the table that's claiming that she's the first hatchet lady, you might be fucking
2: up. Well, I'm just saying... Juggalo- How dare you? Juggalos don't really kill people. They just threaten people and make them look cool. They you kill themselves I mean? slowly with yeah. methamphetamine. So she's not trying to kill anyone. She just wants to run around with a hatch and be like, yo, dude, I'm out of my way. I hate my job. I hate you guys for having fun. I want to get <laughs> fun and drunk and smoke crack.
1: Mm.
0: I think Lizzie Borden was in the late... Uh- she was 1800s, in the 1900s i think i think she was in the late 18 i'm
3: gonna look it up right now look it up all right so i just looked it up we got lizzie borden the murders that she committed were 1892 so oh. you are
2: right you got the right juggalo well no no this is happening in 1900 yeah this is the early oh this 1900s is 1900 1900 oh i thought this was right after the she Civil was born War. in
0: like the 18
2: late 1800s she right? was born in the uh, 1840 something Okay. So, but this is happening when she's old. She's 19, in 1900.
3: Oh, okay. I thought, okay, well, I guess you're a fucked in your head. Uh, I guess this is yeah. the real. Uh, that's the real fucking juggalette. Look at those Jugglet. fucking eyes, man. They oh. can
2: stare right through you. If we were a murder podcast. She knows what know? kind of Chinese food he ate two weeks ago. You know? <laughs> she's, she's a... oh. Okay, so maybe she's not the first, but she's definitely a second juggalette.
1: Whatever. All right. she, she's all right. hatchet lady They roll now. together. Okay.
2: Hatchet ladies. Ha- you know, the, the the dark carnival is something that really unites all walks of life. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Carrie was like, hey, I'm going to use this hatchet. Great idea. you know how I can make a fuck ton of money? Is uh, I could sell hatchets. All uh, right. All right. So she would sell Carrie A Nation branded hatchets with the slogan, death to rum to any righteous woman who wanted to smash up a bar themselves. I was on this lady's side a little bit. I
0: was trying to see it from her perspective earlier on, and uh, now it just sounds like she sucks. Although uh, I do want one of those
2: hatchets. Yeah. So her next her next place that she was heading to was the capital of Kansas, Topeka. Tabang- Topangus. Oh, Topanga. Yeah, yeah, Topanga. We talked about that last episode.
0: Boy means boy.
2: Yeah. Boy kisses boy. <laughs> boy has fun with boy. So she heads over there and the the women's uh Christian temperance union The ladies the ladies, ladies. The, the leaders of the ladies in Topeka were like, yo, calm down, bitch. Like you don't need to smash up all these bars. Like we're we're just doing our temperance thing. We're like, drinking there yeah, too.
3: Can't you just sell foam axes? Like
2: <laughs> come on, the redskins do it. Yeah. So like we don't support the destruction of property and Carrie told them this. You don't know how much joy you'll have, ladies, until you smash, smash, smash. I got to agree with her on that. I mean, smashing (laughs) shit is fun, but. Well, now she sounds like a porn star. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's weird? They have those places and they're popping up in all these cities where you can, like, pay for time to, like, smash shit up. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they last long a lot of times. No, but it's crazy, though. It's like they give you glasses and, like, a baseball bat, and you just go to town on, like, a piano.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, you don't need to do that. You just buy something. You, the, the, yeah, you know, or you just take something
2: mold in your garage and smash. smash. Yeah, you got good insurance and smash. Smash. <laughs> so the governor of Kansas actually stepped in, and you know, she said he said to Carrie, "Like you can't start trouble here." And uh, Carrie told him, "If you won't enforce infor- the law, I will." That's some judge dread shit. Wow! Yeah, amazing. <laughs> to which he said, "You're a woman, and you should know your place." <laughs> All right.
3: Okay. And, well, that's, that's just all Yeah. All jokes aside, don't do that. No,
2: that's wrong. And also, don't say it to women. Yeah. No, don't say that to women, especially don't say that to women with hatchets, with- hatchets <laughs> like, who speak to God on the weekend. Yeah. Like I'm not. You should never say that to a woman, but like especially a woman with a hatchet. No. Yes. <laughs> I understand. That's a one-way ticket to
0: getting your balls
2: chopped off. Yeah. yeah. So she walked out of the gover- governor's office and there was a whole bunch of cuz he had caused a stir with the ladies. Mm. And so there's always already a bunch of women like rallying around, you know, temperance. So she walks out of the governor's office and calls for what she trademarked, "Hatchitation." Well, that doesn't roll it's, off the tongue time, at all. It's time for a hatchitation. That's bad branding. Yeah.
0: That's like that's like something my dad would say, Go to a situation, you know, like
1: <laughs> gosh, god damn it.
2: So she rallied all these women and formed what she called the home defenders army. And they went fucking nuts on the Topeka saloons, just smashing shit. This, this is a Monty Python bit. Pretty much. Just a bunch of dudes in drag
3: Oh stop drinking, put down the gin. <laughs>
2: So Carrie would need that money in the act sales, right? Like I was saying, she's selling all these marketing things. Now she's doing speeches, getting like speech funds, you know, right? Like Of course. Mm-hmm. So, but she'd actually need that money because uh, in April of 1901, Nation went to Kansas City, Missouri. Um a city known for its wide opposition towards the temperance movement. So these people like to drink. They want to drink. They want to drag.
3: They want truck drivers. They want to fuck each other.
2: They want to <laughs> have a good time. They don't want no temperance. She smashed up various bars on 12th Street in downtown Kansas City. She was arrested and hauled off to court and fined $500, which is roughly $15,000 in today's money. Okay. Although, the judge suspended those fines as long as Carrie agreed never to show her face in Kansas City again. That's a good way to get rid of someone. Get
0: the fuck out of here!
2: (laughs) Get out of here!
3: I'm actually thinking about it. On my road trip, I uh, got a ticket. Uh, I was speeding through South Carolina, one of the silliest states. No need to go there. And I got a ticket for speeding, and I'm thinking of not paying it. Good for you, Because I'm probably I'm, not going to go there again. I'm proud no, I of you. No, don't go there again. I'm yeah. proud
0: of you for speeding.
2: Thanks,
3: dude.
0: <laughs> I'm so, on your side, dude. You need a character witness? I do. I need several. <laughs> I'll be there. When you're
3: there, do not mention this podcast.
0: I will not.
2: So have you guys heard of William McKinley? Yeah, he
3: was a president, wasn't he?
2: Yes. Shit. I just made that up. I he totally a, knew that. He was a president. He was our. Uh, <laughs> he was number 25. I knew that, too. Yeah, so William McKinley was uh, the president at this time, and he was assassinated. Did you know that? Um, I
0: also knew that. <laughs> Tell me something I don't know.
3: <laughs> Find one thing that Alex doesn't know.
2: <laughs> oh, Alex
1: over here.
0: Thanks, Tim. I appreciate you uh, having my back there, tomato. Of course, Andrew.
1: Ah, shit, I used your Oof. real name. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> I killed the joke by
2: accident. Tanga, Tangi. Uh, so mckinley was shot and uh but it also happens that mckinley was a secret drunk. Drunk. secret drunk i said that so drunk a secret drunk
0: doesn't sound so secret if everybody knows about it now if you know about well, it, well,
2: he was like doing a little like sippies on the side okay you know? somebody I mean, found out along the way someone mm. found out uh and when carrie read the headlines that he had been shot she applauded and said that drinkers always get what they deserve what a bitch to get fucking <laughs> shot that actually God, shook me damn. to my core just now. I, right? hope, I, I hope I don't get anything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> damn, she sucks.
2: Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, there's one thing to be like, oh, you know what? Yeah. You drink too much. Or like, you know, we could all cut back on our drinking. And like, but this is like all or nothing. Like, they need to die. Yeah, no, that's fucking extreme. She she yeah. once said she'd rather have a child that was a slave uh, than have them be a drunk. Well, mm. oh. Somebody should make her a slave. Somebody should fucking put her... I don't
3: know. She has a child.
2: What
0: the fuck does she do for money? She She sells hatchets. Hatchets and speeches. That's that's right. I wonder if
3: she ever fucking uh, robbed the place. I don't know, I yeah. This alcohol money, I need to put it in my bosom. <laughs>
2: it
0: sounds like she's got her very strong
2: principles. Yeah, you know what, I did read somewhere where she took the register and like threw it on the ground, but it didn't really didn't say mention. if she took anything. I think it was more like, your money is dirty Satan monies. Hmm. Put it on the ground. <laughs> put it on the ground. All right, well, what what else we got in store for this lady? Okay, so she traveled around the US smashing up saloons. She even like went out to the West Coast, like everywhere in the states. She became such a menace that bars actually would hang signs up that says all nations welcome except Carrie. Get nice. it? Nice. Get it? Yeah. Ah! <laughs> That's
3: what you have you get for uh having a stupid last name. The smear <laughs> campaigns are just Killing
2: it Yeah right I can't wait to hear When she died <laughs> <laughs> So between 1900 And 1910 She was arrested 32 times During one stay in jail Mr. Nation Had Mr. Nation David Remember him Dave Nation Yeah Dave Nation He's He'd, still hanging around Welcome Dave Nation <laughs> <laughs> so, so during one One of Carrie's Stays in jail Dave Nation Had had enough And he filed for divorce After 24 years With this woman Took you long enough, you fucking dick sock. <laughs> <laughs> he, he divorced on the grounds of desertion. And, I mean, honestly, your wife is going around smashing bars and getting uh, getting thrown in jail. Like, come on. Like, took you 24 years? Yeah. yeah. Uh, during one time in D.C., she was put in the poorhouse for three days. And, and keep in mind, she had, like, a decent amount of money for not paying 30 35 dollars on grounds of principle but think
3: of it like this like you know it's probably just as good as any super eight hotel or anything and it's 35 dollars for a three-day stay oh yeah she had a hotel
0: that's fucking right right i mentioned earlier i have the memory of a fucking frog (laughs) well i don't know if they uh, frogs could have excellent memories i have no fucking idea i mean
2: i don't remember frogs have photo (laughs) photographic memories in 1909, she decided to try her temperance movement on the world stage. Uh, so she signed a touring contract in the UK. So she headed across uh, the Atlantic to try to dry up England. Now, if you can imagine... Good luck. Yeah, if you can imagine, it's not easy convincing an Englishman to put down his pint. And she was called the... She was, over there, she was called the anti souse queen.
3: Oh, you're never gonna believe what well, I've just walked over there down the pub down there, innit? Just one woman actually coming over here, what she are all blobbing around with a fucking bloody havish. And I'm like, oh, blobble, shit. I'm the havishin'. I'm gonna have stay right here and drink my toy in my mouth,
2: it, I think I'm oh, blob the shit, oh, blob the shit. She's <laughs> trying to get in between the footy. Actually,
3: I... I know for a fact that uh, English people use the term blob the shit. Blob the shit, is blob the shit, yeah. yeah
0: the fuck is that? <laughs>
2: blubber
3: say blubber shit, blubber shit.
2: Blubber shit? It
3: sounds English. <laughs> it just yeah. came out of my mouth, so I kept saying
2: it. <laughs> okay. So after one of her very first speeches at Canterbury Theatre of Varieties in Westminster, London, someone threw an egg at her.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Eat this
2: fucking egg, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so for a woman that had thrown stones for her career... An egg was too much. She ripped up her contract and returned back to the U.S.: One egg? One egg. Stick
3: around for the figgy pudding.
2: egg salad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got hit by an egg. Fuck these Brits. So, so Carrie dabbled a little bit in women's suffrage movement, but again, her real focus was temperance. Now, ask me some shit. Uh, how did the nation die?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so after almost a decade of smashing up saloons and touring the vaudeville circuit doing speeches, Carrie settled in Eureka Springs, Arkansas, around 1910. Good old urethra. She bought <laughs> She bought a little... Uh, she bought a house that she called Hatchet Hall. God damn it, this woman's rich and... <laughs> <laughs> sucks. Um where she continued to for her cries of temperance. During one rally in Eureka Springs, Carrie collapsed on stage. She was taken to Leavenworth Hospital in Kansas, and a few days later, Carrie died June 11th, 1911.
0: After being hit in the face with an egg.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she got egged, uh, yeah. I'm
3: going to M. Night on <laughs> this. She died of alcohol poison. Duh. Yeah. Oh, that—that's
2: th- 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 not true th- th- at all. So, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> she died at the age of sixty-five, and the cause of death was kind of unknown. They didn't know. I think it might have been alcohol poisoning. It, b- poison. it, it must- might have
0: been that egg that got it. I think it's the egg. I'm gonna go with the egg. Oh, I'm
3: gonna with the egg. She's just <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> hyperventilating for the next six years. <laughs>
2: So she was buried in an arm- unmarked grave in Belton City, Missouri. Thank God. And, and <laughs> the the ladies, yes, the ladies actually constructed a, a tombstone a few years later that read, Faithful to the cause of prohibition, she hath done what she could. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Easter. Here's an egg. <laughs> Here's a fucking egg. That was my favorite part. She got a hit with an egg. <laughs> <laughs> Very tiny postmortem. Carrie never saw any of like what she was preaching because nine years after she died, women got the right to vote and prohibition started in 1920. So just sucks for her. Like, yeah. you just died, in it, you know. I'm all for the, you know, su- suffrage, women's uh, oh, yeah. suffrage movement, but, uh, yeah, I mean, well, it sounded like she was, uh... She was yeah. mainly about no drinks.
0: It's not like those movements no carried
3: the same message. It's just like, oh, fairness versus, I'm gonna tell you how to live. <laughs>
2: right. Yeah, you know? I think I think the temperance was really just kind of like a, a way for women to see, like, oh, if we all, like, get together. Because and- not every anti-temperance woman was throwing rock. This is the fucking crazy bitch. Yeah, yeah. She's no, a it's, radical. It's, yeah. It's the most extreme of it's the It's like voices. when we did Valerie Solanas, and it's like, not all feminists are bad. This one is a fucking whack job. Yes. You know?
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's pretty interesting. I'm hungry. I want to eat an
1: egg. Well, well, I'm hungry.
3: i hungry. use a big old egg. Yeah, we'll get one of the big eggs. We'll, <laughs> Ostrich we'll we'll uh, egg. We'll soft boil it, put it in the middle of the table, and we'll... Well, crack it and dip uh, you know dicks into it
2: yeah if
0: you uh if you poke two holes in, in a hard-boiled egg you can suck it
2: out <laughs> <laughs> imagine if you went to Australia like she get hit with an ostrich egg that could actually kill you yeah that's rough <laughs> <laughs> that's cinder block status yeah, yeah
3: right build houses on those but build- then tall birds come out Of your house. (laughs)
2: Oh my god, I built this house and now there's tall birds everywhere.
3: Get them out. Get
2: them out. I hate when tall birds come out of my house. You are too tall. All
3: right, well, I think I just said all my thoughts throughout the episode. Obviously, this woman is just a prime example of a. I guess soccer mom, <laughs> something like that. You know, real angry one though. Not not, real, the, not, yeah. not the loving like, hey, I'll pick your oranges. I'll pick oranges up and cut them up for you.
0: No, like maybe little league baseball mom or something. Mm. Yeah, those are rough.
3: You know that you me-
2: sock-ump! You yeah. seen that meme that's going around now? Karen, like going after asking for the manager. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah, that's okay. what I think she is. She's like the Karen that goes after the. Ma- Excuse me, <laughs> I ordered this salad. And I asked for no croutons. I found three croutons in there. You got to take it back. Yeah,
3: she's uh, shitty. All right, all you family rooms out there listening to roast boredom podcast. That was Carrie A Nation, uh, America's buffest lady outside of China. (laughs) Good times. So thanks for doing the research, Travis.
0: Thanks, Trav. Good story.
3: You're a slob. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're a pig. (laughs) Now I understand this woman. You're a (laughs) mess.
2: I'm drinking because I can. I have a right. You, you look like a mess. I'm going to hit
0: you with an egg.
2: Yeah, don't hit me with an egg or a hatchet. I'm a drinking boy.
3: Social media stuff Roast Mortem Cast on Twitter, Instagram, and we got Facebook, correct? Mm-hmm. RoastMortemCast at gmail.com. And uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Roast Cast. That's the most important one. If you buy us a steak dinner, we promise to never
2: egg you. and
3: that's our patreon promise
2: oh i just want to buy more eggs because i keep throwing (laughs) at women we have to eat these yeah okay so i am tom you find me at Saunch on twitter s-a-u-n-t-c-h-t i am travis you can follow me at travis legion with two e's I'm Andrew.
0: I'm on Instagram at uh, corn the unholy, just like it sounds. Spell it like it sounds. Mm-hmm. There you go. Good night, everyone. <sighs> oh,
2: oh yeah.
0: Oh, good
3: night, my egg lady. Egg lady. so good to me, egg lady. Egg lady. Oh, why you run me so far away?
0: Far away. <laughs> Thank God somebody nailed her with an egg. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm in such terrible shape. I eat a banana and I fucking shoot a load across the room.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Every other time, it just like kind of dribbles out of me. <laughs> you just need more of that potassium. Travis, was that the sound of you gargling <laughs> my semen on my semen? Hello, this is Gargle Man's podcast.
2: <laughs> I am Travis. I'm the Gargle Boy. I'm, I'm Gargamel.
0: <laughs> I'm McAndrew, the Andrew that goes sure, to McDonald's. Oh, you're thinking of uh, Phoenix, the state. My mind is like a steel
3: trap of of objects, things. Some of them fake, some of them not. My hat—it's like a shark fin.
0: It's like uh, <laughs> th- some guy asked for a tattoo of a fucking of a dragon, but he wanted a realistic dragon. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, oh yeah, oh like like the one in, ones in Europe, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go home, from take a nap, times. wake
3: up in 36 years. <laughs>